And I'm Alicia. And this is a podcast where we talk about queer lady movies or queer movies that have women, whether they're cis, trans, non-binary, although we have not watched any non-binary movies because non-binary people are not well represented in film at all. I don't think I know a single movie. Neither. There might be one or two. There might be. I just don't know. That came out this year. Recently. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Today we're talking about Trigger, which is a 2010 Canadian film. Yeah. Directed by a dude named Bruce McDonald. Mm-hmm. Starring Tracy Ray as Vic and Molly Parker as Cat. Vic and Cat. Vic and Cat. Back together. <laughs> um, Just like the good old days, the bad old days. Uh, yeah. Definitely the bad old days. Definitely the bad old days. They're both really addicted to things like substances. And, and druggles. Druggles. <laughs> Drugs and alcohol, specifically. Drugs and alcohols. And also, nothing happens in this movie, and it's really boring. But Alicia disagrees. Yeah. So right before, <laughs> right before we hit record, she was like, so should we talk about this terrible movie? And I was like, yeah, because we're about to disagree. <laughs> and I can see why you feel like it's terrible, because nothing happens. And I don't know why I don't feel the same. I can, there are certain things about this movie that I do appreciate. I don't think it's a total shit show, but I just wasn't, I wasn't invested in anything that was happening, like, at all. Yeah. And there's not much happens. But anyway, go ahead. There's just so many parts of this movie that ping at my, my triggers, I guess I could say. Oh, look at you. Good Um, one. So it's just kind of like. Between, like, relationships and drug addiction Mm. and friendships and, like, having those weird conflicts. And it's just, like, it brings up a lot of things that I've dealt with in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have a lot of reference points and, like, Mm. a lot of connections in my life that I can make. Yeah. Um, And, but I can see, like... In general, like, I feel like this movie's a little pretentious. Yes. I definitely got the pretentious vibe. Um, But I see what you mean. Like, the two women who are at the center of this movie, mm -hmm. really, they're almost the only characters, really. There are some other ones. interesting. It is really interesting. And it is kind of like, there are other movies like this where, I think it's like Sunrise, Sunset, or whatever, like... I don't know, I but things that just take place like over the course of one night. Mm-hmm. So that's what this movie is. And yeah. Trace or Tracy, <laughs> Vic and Cat meet up. They used to be a punk rock, a riot girl. Yeah, like, riot girl yeah. kind of group. Um, and their band name was Trigger, mm-hmm. hence the title of the movie. Yeah. And they meet up after many years of. Yeah, ten years later. Okay, it's ten years later. Yeah. Um, And they fight a lot. Yeah, and they're meeting up for a Women in Rock event. Well, Um, well, that's why Kat is meeting up, but Vic doesn't know it in the beginning. Vic doesn't really know that. Um, So they know that there's, like, this event, Mm -hmm. but Vic is like, basically, I'm just, like, having dinner with you. I don't know if I'm going to go to the event, Mm -hmm. even though it's supposedly honoring them um, as these like, stalwarts of, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of, like, riot girl groups. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
they really like push each other and yeah, mm-hmm. they fight from the very beginning and part of them And then they physically fight, but that's later. And they physically fight. Anyway. It's a funny scene. It is really Sorry. funny. It's very entertaining. <laughs> um but it's just kind of like I felt like the dialogue for this film was really real. And yeah, that's I what I liked that. about it. Yeah. I um, mean you can tell that these two people have a deep history mm-hmm. and that even though you don't necessarily know like what they've meant to each other at every different stage that they like are super intertwined and they always will be. Yeah. And it's, this movie is not explicitly gay. No, not at all. There's Um, one scene where two girls kiss, which is weird. Yeah. It's Vic and someone else. Yeah. But I, I always assumed that they were in a relationship Mm -hmm. when they were, together in the band like maybe on and off but Mm -hmm. um and they do like mention that like both of them had had boyfriends at Mm -hmm. some point so i feel like on and and off married isn't she or does she just live with i think she just lives with brian um who's just like an old friend Um, an old fart an old (laughs) fart he's definitely an old fart um yeah, and Vic's kind of, or sorry, Kat is like, oh, is that just like a comfortable thing for you? Yeah. Well, she um, asks if she's in love, if Vic is yeah, in love with him. And she's she goes off on this whole, I actually wrote it all down oh, because I cool. love it. Um, yeah, she goes off on this whole kind of rant about how she doesn't believe in love, essentially. Yeah. Or at least it's very for her. existential. There's yeah. a lot of existential dialogue. Yeah. She says, monologues. yeah, this is love. I secretly believe that I am unlovable mm-hmm. and that I meet you. You tell me that you love me. I love you because you love me, but that has nothing to do with you. It's about you loving me. I only love you because I imagine myself unlovable and you, against all odds, love me. And then at some point you do something that makes me think you don't love me, which I am more ready to believe than you loving me because I'm unlovable. So I stop loving you because I only love you because you love me and I am unlovable. And like... Yeah, that's a bit labyrinthian. <laughs> what like uh, a labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I get it. Yeah. It's something that, like, really strikes me to my core, and it's something that I try to combat all the time mm-hmm. um, when I'm dating, because I'm just like, oh, I am so fucking worth it. Like, yeah. I, I'm i a catch. And yeah. it's just kind of like... It's so ooh. awesome to be able to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it's just kind of like, why have these insecurities then like what is it a like why do some of these insecurities just keep like bubbling to the surface mm-hmm. and I know this is getting really deep and you guys are all getting a, an insight into my brain but like why it's oh, all right it works <laughs> it works sometimes it's a catch. <laughs> um but just like why do sometimes why do I feel unlovable sometimes Mm -hmm. and like what about these like weird like trigger bubbling up the barf (laughs) that's just kind of like yeah makes you feel this way makes me feel this way Mm. and um Vic's whole thing is that like everyone feels this way and that Mm -hmm. no one is confident everyone's playing this game Mm -hmm. because Kat asks her like well what about the other person like the person that loves you and they're like no it's the same for everyone and I'm like okay that's a little jaded like I mean Vic is nothing if not jaded (laughs) oh so jaded like I'm not willing to believe that yeah I'm not willing to believe that everyone is feeling totally unloved and Mm -hmm. we're all playing this like weird game with each other because 
I don't yeah. like games when I'm dating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Kat doesn't believe it either. No. It seems. Yeah, she says, like, I'm totally lovable. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And Vic just kind of says, like, you oh, you really actually believe that? <laughs> and kind of, like, trying to call her out. But it's, like, it's never really fully explained. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, like... I don't know. I feel like this whole movie is about, like, them triggering each other. Yeah, They're, like, each really other's is. number one trigger. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, because there's a lot of flashbacks that happen, too, to, like, yeah. when they used to use. Yeah. Especially with Vic. Um, and you can tell, like, in the present that it really shakes her. Yeah, she sort of hallucinates. Mm-hmm. Um... And at first, I wasn't sure if it was both of them. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe at one point Kat does. Yeah, I was just thinking with, that. Like, it definitely is heavily Vic. Yeah, because... Um, with those scenes. When they're at dinner, Vic goes to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then it looks like everything is as usual, but Kat picks up a, um, like a whiskey drink from a server passing by Mm -hmm. drinks it and then shoots fire out of her mouth and it's just like very animated fire like it's not supposed to be real but she's an alcoholic so it's like is Vic thinking this that she's doing Mm -hmm. this and like but in in the meantime she's also having this flashback or like this vision of herself like shooting up shooting up and smoking crack at the same time (laughs) might be smoking heroin too oh well yeah. yeah smoking something yeah and but it's doing lots of drugs. Yeah, lots of drugs all at once. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure it's all Vic because mm-hmm. even later on, um, when they're at the benefit in the mm-hmm. show, and she's talking to herself, and she's fighting with this like version of herself who keeps trying to get yeah. her to use. Yeah, I thought I actually thought that was kind of a great part of this movie is like how. Mm-hmm. Because I think you, like, when you're an addict or you're in recovery from something, like, the, it can be very, I mean, that's why it's called triggers, right? Like, when you associate those things with certain people or places or, like, activities, like, Mm -hmm. playing a rock show. Yeah. And then you really do have to do battle with yourself, like, because that voice gets louder. Yeah. Like the addict voice or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that seemed really realistic to me, and I, I liked that. Yeah, I think, you know, Vic is very triggered by Kat and Kat's behavior. Mm-hmm. And Vic seemed, like, for the most part, she's jaded, but she's, like, she's pretty even-tempered. That's true. Until there's this, like, one point at dinner where she kind of bursts out, mm-hmm. and she says, like, oh you're sorry for what, and then, like, kind mm-hmm. of brings up all this, like, ancient stuff, like, yeah, at least a decade old. Yeah, but it's not old. really clear what that stuff is. Exactly, it's not they clear. They had a falling out of some kind. And it doesn't seem to be, it seems, like, out of character for her to be bringing this up. Mm-hmm. Like, she's reading a book on spirituality. Yeah. She's pretty even-tempered. Mm-hmm. Um, so for her to be, like, flipping out yeah. over something that happened such a long time ago she seems like someone who would be at peace but she's clearly not yeah no she's and definitely she's, not and she's feeling very vulnerable mm-hmm. and and defensive yeah defensive yeah. and she's super defensive about that book yeah she's like it's not jesus stuff mm-hmm. and cat's like okay 
Like, I didn't say it was. Yeah. And I think because a lot of, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous and yeah. Narcotics Anonymous are mm-hmm. all, like... They're very faith-based. They are faith-based. Um, you know, you do say God in the prayers yeah. uh, at the beginning and end of each mm-hmm. meeting and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's just kind of... I, I really feel like Kat is the biggest trigger for Vic. Yeah. And she just, like, constantly wants to use when she's around her because of so much, like, trauma from whatever happened in the past. We don't really know. Yeah. But also maybe because she just associates her with that time in her life. Yeah, so whenever she sees her, yeah. it just reminds her of, like, mm-hmm. good and bad times, mm-hmm. I guess, when yeah. she was high. Yeah. Um, Vic, yeah. the actor who played Vic really gave me Tignotaro vibes. Right? Yeah. I think it was just because, like, she's tall and skinny and has the same hair, and mm-hmm. then, like, kind of... She kind of talks older, the same. She kind of talks the same, kind too. Of like a little and, like, deadpan. her face is... It's not super similar, but just, like, a little bit. Yeah, but There's, like, I a little bit it. there, yeah. Yeah, I can absolutely see it. She kind of dresses androgynous. Yeah. I love Tignotaro. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, this was actually Tracy Wright's last film. Oh, it was? Yeah. So Wait, did she, she die? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize She had that. Um, pancreatic cancer during the filming of this movie. Oh, it was, wow. Like, that gives yeah. a whole other layer to something that happens in this right? movie. <laughs> exactly. And she was undergoing treatment for it. Oh, my gosh. Um, but had passed away after the movie was completed. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Talk about that connection. Isn't that yes. fucking weird? Yeah. Because <laughs> in this movie, like, late in the movie, we find out that Vic is... She, like, needs to get a liver biopsy because they found something on her liver. Yeah. Um, and Kat has this whole thing about, like, <laughs> you eat too much salt, that's why. Because you eat sugar and salt, and that's why there's spots on your liver. Like, trust me, I've had so many liver things. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's just the salt. It's just the salt. And then they kind of go into this as they walk off together, like, that's after their physical fight. Oh, my God. Their <laughs> this, physical this fight scene. is so... <laughs> it's my favorite. It shouldn't be funny, but, like, they yeah. played it funny yeah. because, like, they're just so, like, frustrated that, yeah. like... I forget who tackles who, but someone tackles... Cat tackled Vic. Cat tackles Vic. Uh, and then, like, they have this, like, little tussle. Cat accidentally, like, hits Vic, makes yeah. her, like, Noah's bleed or something yeah. like that. And they're and like, like, oh, God, I'm and so they're, sorry. And they're kind of like, oh, wait, time out. Yeah. And then Vic is like... By the way, I'm fucked because my liver. Yeah. And Kat's like, no, it's just salt. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they walk off and they have this conversation that, for me, was like the realest part of the movie, or at least the part that I could relate to the most, where okay. they were talking about all their physical grievances. Like, yes. how Kat was like, oh, my knees messed up from running, and I was like, preach yep. it, girl. <laughs> like, tell you, me about it. You knows it. I knows it. <laughs> and... um just like all the things that happen like when your body gets older and you start mm-hmm. to notice things and mm-hmm. speaking as a certified old person oh. <laughs> certified <laughs> certified <laughs> certified with many injuries to prove it oh. um i was like oh i feel this i feel this part yeah it's interesting how they like um like really after that fight it just it just stops they stop yeah. and they start holding hands mm-hmm. and they're walking together holding hands and they I don't think hands in the cab forever. Yeah, yeah and it's not in a friendly way I don't think no. like that's not my vibe that I'm feeling they're looking into each other's eyes like yeah 
I feel yeah. like there's there's a lot of untold mm-hmm. history that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. But like there has to be. I feel like there's there's a reason why this is like I guess categorized as in like LGBTQ. Yeah. And not just because of that one mm-hmm. random kiss that Vic has in the restroom with her friend. Like yeah. there are hella gay vibes in mm-hmm. this movie. Um and it's just like someone that affects your life so much Mm -hmm. that and they break your heart Mm -hmm. so much and learning how to live with that Mm -hmm. especially when you have to see them again yeah um i the other scene that i found very endearing was when they were in line for that event and those like really young girls came up to them they looked so young like 12 yeah so I don't know they how were they like, were getting into that event. But anyway, they were like, oh, my God, are you Vic from Trigger? Oh, my God. And they freaked yeah. out. And Vic was just like, oh, the one girl was like, can I touch the bottom of your shoe? Yeah. And Vic was like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's very much, like, down to earth and just like, yeah. that's not really my life anymore. Yeah. Um, and to the point where, like, Kat really gets her to, like, to just go to the event. Mm-hmm. Um. Vic says, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Like, I'm not performing. I'm not doing anything. And Cat manipulates Vic Cat, hella hardcore yeah, this whole time. Yeah, and we still, yeah, we still see that kind of mm-hmm. shit happening, and it's like, I can see how this became and unraveled mm-hmm. ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can kind of see them falling back into their old habits. Yeah. Um, but Vic does eventually go out on stage um, with Cat, and they sing their I guess, like, record, I don't know, whatever. They're single. <laughs> yeah. Their most popular song yeah. or whatever. Which, by the way, those girls cannot sing. And I they can not keep time. No. They're I was thinking awful. that, too. I was like, oh, this is, like, a way worse version of The Runaways where... <laughs> oh, my God, yes. They, like, were better than this. Oh, yeah, it was not good. Yeah, The and actual you know, song... I don't want to judge anyone for singing because I I suck at singing, for one, and also because it's really hard to, like, carry mm-hmm. a tune and be on time. But, like, when the whole premise of the movie is that they are, yeah, like, the gold star, like, not right. gold star lesbian, but, like, the gold standard. Gold standard. That's yeah, what that's I meant what to I meant. say. <laughs> yeah. Not gold star. Sorry. Gold star. I was trying the to The whole think concept of... of being gold star is, like, really problematic in that. But anyway. Um, yeah. The gold standard of, like, music. Yeah, and then they can't. Right, music. They can't carry a tune or yeah. a beat at all. It's like. Uh... They're, like. <laughs> they're singing a little bit too fast. Yeah. And it's just, like, super awkward. Um, I remember reading, like, when I first saw this movie um, several years back that, like, that event was a real event, so, like, they just had, oh. I think they probably only had one shot to do it. Huh, interesting. Um, so it's just kind of, like, nerves yeah. and, you know, so I can, I can get away, like, yeah. they can get away with that in my book, but, yeah, like, yeah. oh, man. The actual song, Standing Alongside Gone, is by Cookie Duster, and it's a really Ooh. good. There was good music in this movie. <laughs> they I'll give it good. that. Yeah, I love the scene where they're walking to the event, and um, Rebel Girl by Bikini Kill yeah, is playing. Yeah, I love that. And they're, like, walking in slow motion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they are so fucking badass. Yeah. Like, I want to be them right now. <laughs> it's the perfect song to put over a montage, or, like, a scene like that. Yeah. It's not a montage. Um, to make someone look badass. Oh, it's so good. Like, it just adds so much. I love that. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of every time 
which I've only done a handful of times, I drive down south and I see Sleater Kinney Road. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe this is, like, a real place. Yeah. And, like, a real band stemmed from this. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of that, too. I'm like, oh, hey, Carrie. Yeah. It's just, like, so cool. Love yeah, girl. <laughs> I get, like, a little, like, <laughs> second time we've talked about Carrie Brownstein today. Oh, wow. I mean, the first time was off mic. Was it? Yes. I can't remember. I was telling you about the book, her book. Yes. And how lesbians can't handle cats dying. But that's a different story. I agree. But I agree <laughs> with the lesbians, not Sarah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I want cats to die. It doesn't matter. Want, what? We just want to be able to talk about them like humans. If it happens in a book, if it like you should be able to talk about it. But it's book. okay. It's okay. It's, it's fine. fine. No cats matter. were harmed in the making of this podcast. No, or this movie, probably. <laughs> um, I just, like, for how fucked up they are, and I hate that I like them <laughs> together. I hate it so much. But they're so cute and, like, flirty. Yeah. And, like, that scene where they're, even though... Right, let's just call it as it is. Kat is manipulating Vic. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she's like, oh, why don't you take me to your house? And I want to change. And I want to yeah. borrow something of yours. And they're, like, super flirty. And they're, like, kind of rocking back and forth on their heels or, like, legs or whatever. And mm-hmm. there's just a shot of their feet. Oh, and it's yeah. just, like, and they're kind of, like, kind of dancing near each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just so close. Yeah. And you can see how close they are and how, like, awkward and, like, yeah, you can mm-hmm. just feel the tension between their feet. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're just really flirty, and I like all that, and it makes my heart go pitter-patter. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I I'm obviously not here for all the manipulation shit. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the last scene where they were sitting in the park? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of liked it, too, although my first thought was, oh, look, lesbians in a park. A on a park what bench. a surprise. Yep. <laughs> Just another, another lesbian one. pair in the park, even though they're not explicitly lesbians no, in this movie. but they're probably bisexual. Or queer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they both have had relationships with men. Homoflexible. Yeah. Or heteroflexible. I like Heter- homoflexible better. Is it homoflexible if, like, you identify first as being homo, and then you sometimes sleep with... Probably. Yeah, I think so, because I think... That would make sense. I feel it, like Kat is homo-flexible, yeah. and Vic is actually closer to like, yeah. being bisexual or straight. Yeah, not that we can But say. just, like, based on yeah. their conversations. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Vic has a lot of stories about men that she yeah. was in relationships with. Yeah, like the guy in Paris mm-hmm. who was... They just, like, basically got a hotel and were, like, high the whole time. Yeah. And their dealers or they were, were checking like, on them to make yeah, sure they were Yeah, because at first they got together to, like, keep each other sober. And then when they both, like, yeah. fell, off the wagon. fell off the wagon, then they, like, fell even harder because they were together. Yeah. And how, like, deep and dark that was. The yeah. Way she describes it. I think um, also something that's kind of deep and dark with um, all that cat does to manipulate Vic. I think the biggest manipulation is the fact that Kat pretends that she just is here and she just happens to be here for this event when really she mm-hmm. organized it all. Yeah. Um, and that's something And it that, was her plan all along. Yeah, it was her plan yeah. all along. Um, even, like, one of the, I want to say, like, assistants or something, stage 
pans. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they're called. Um, stage manager. She's like, oh, and thank you so much for putting this all together. Yeah. And Kat tries to play it off, and Vic's like, what? Yeah. Because it's just one of the big things between them, and we don't really know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like um, Kat had gotten into modeling and, like, had kind of, quote-unquote, like, sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vic is still very sensitive to that. So mm-hmm. the fact that, like, Kat threw a bunch of money at an event that would benefit her... Yeah. It's like, here, throw a party for me. I'm amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Vic was like, I'm not fucking having this. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all very manipulative. Yeah. Which sucks the sexy right out of it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I mean, this really isn't a very sexy movie at all, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Not all movies need to be like yeah. that. In fact, she... I like it when it's not like that all the time. What do you mean? Just like... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I would call this movie super queer, but, um, like, a queer movie that isn't just about, like, oh, sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. actually, like, the um, one of the um, reviews or something basically said it was, like, the best portrayal of female friendships. Hmm. And I was like, I can understand that. And Did a guy write that? Yes. Yeah. I can understand that in this context. Like, that guy was a little bit... Was that the Hollywood Reporter one? I, I think so. I read a Hollywood Reporter review. Oh, I wrote down the author. Kirk, like, Hen- Kirk Honeycutt. And he called this movie empty and basically eviscerated it. Oh, I don't and know he, if it was that one then. It probably wasn't because he didn't go. have anything good to say about it. The only thing he said was there were some homoerotic vibes. And I was like, well... That's yeah. true. There, yeah, that is definitely yeah. true. And it's like, I can kind of take that, the um, more positive review of it being like one of one of the best shows of female friendship. Um, but also, like, that, I feel like that's dumbing it down to so much more yeah. complicated. It should have just said like female relationships. Mm, that would have been a better word. Because... They're not just friends, and you can tell that there yeah. are some homoerotic mm-hmm. elements to this film. Like women, be good at having complicated relationships. Yeah, like I don't want to brag. It's a talent, but <laughs> um, but it's just kind of like you know I have held hands with a friend just completely platonically, mm-hmm. but the amount that they touch each other is not platonic. Yeah, and the amount that they look at each other's eyes is not platonic. The staring thing is, like, such a lesbian trope. scissoring with their eyes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Eye scissoring. (laughs) They are bumping muffins. (laughs) You have the greatest euphemisms. I love it. I actually stole that one from someone last night, but I don't remember who. (laughs) Credit me. (laughs) I'll take it. Um, Yeah, I feel like, I feel like this movie is so, like, layered but it's not explored and I just really like it because as someone who is a child of um alcoholics and drug addicts like seeing that idea or like seeing the um like recovery part of it Mm -hmm. and how difficult that is like I can really relate to that the lesbian part obviously I can relate to (laughs) I can I am a gay wow I am a guest I'm, gay. <laughs> I'm a homosexual. <laughs> um, 
I was going to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And the fact that, like, friendships are complicated. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want to just belittle it and say just female friendships are. Mm-hmm. I think female friendships get the past to be a little bit more complicated than male Yeah, like culturally they get that past. Yeah, yeah. because of toxic masculinity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, True that. But also, like, female friendships aren't always this fucking dramatic. That's true, too. I, I've, I feel like I've only had, like, two major fights with friends. Mm-hmm. And m- mo- for the most part, they're all fine. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. But I can... Yeah, because complicated doesn't necessarily mean dramatic as hell. That's true. All the time. You're right. Complicated doesn't mean dramatic. Yeah. I think it's sometimes associated with it being that way. But, yeah, to be... And it's kind of like when people explain... You could even say the word complex. Yeah, complex. complex. Yeah, that's even a better word. Or layered, like you said before. Yeah. Just like... It's kind of... Yeah, changing your verbiage of it so it's Mm -hmm. not like... It's getting rid of the stigma of, like, like women being dramatic. Yeah, I... Or whatever. (laughs) Nanny for boys. And let me just say... I'm ready to hear it. Never seen more dramatic humans in my life. I'm like, you are... Anyway, I shouldn't talk about that. That's my job. (laughs) Yeah. Point is... All genders can be the most dramatic. The most dramatic. Yeah. Have you seen children? They're so dramatic. Yeah, they are really dramatic. <laughs> I mean... Kids are great. Not necessarily <laughs> in a bad... I mean, they're just developing anyway. Yeah, no, it's true. It's not yet. It's... Yeah. You could be annoyed by it, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really did like the way this movie ended. I think it was great, and I always forget that it really just takes place over the span of a couple of hours. I forget it's not it's, even, it's only like one and one hour and 15 minutes or something. It was short. Oh, I mean like the, the timeline of the oh, film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. First off, this movie is short. Yeah. Which I think it's a good length. It shouldn't be any longer. No, it shouldn't be longer. Um, in order, like the, the scope of the movie and what it was going to tackle is perfect for the mm-hmm. amount of time that it is. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they didn't try and stretch it out just to like hit that mark, you ex- know? Yeah. Or to explain all of those right. things because it just wouldn't have... Yeah, in that way, it's kind of in opposition to the last movie we talked about, which was Elena Undone, where everything mm-hmm. is, like, too... There's, like, too much That's exposition. True. It's too drawn out. It's too drawn out. Like, plus there's also just a bunch of random things that shouldn't be there. But, like, <laughs> for this movie, it's very contained. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps to have it take place in only such a short amount of time. But... Because that gives it, like, natural parameters. Yeah, and I, I just love that idea of... It's kind of like a day in the life of mm-hmm. someone. A night in the life. A night in the life. Mm-hmm. A night life. <laughs> a night life. Um, but it's also, you get a whole perspective on, like, their history and stuff. Yeah. But you do have to fill in the gaps, some of the gaps yourself, which I think is a good thing, because it trusts the viewer to, like, actually be thinking yeah. about something and not just, like, need to be fed. Like, yeah. remember when Truth About Jane? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> that movie where she just narrated the fuck out of it. Like, yeah. I was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, there has to be a... Your crazy, like... <laughs> the difference between an indie movie and a Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I know you didn't like this film, but I think... I I'm, liked it better than Truth About Jane, probably. I would hope so. Yeah. 
definitely. But I think I, I also have, like, some just other, like, emotional attachments mm-hmm. to it. Um, but I remember when I first saw it, like, I was just sobbing. Because yeah. I was like, this movie, I feel like this movie, like, changed my life. But it had really? nothing to do with, like... Yeah, because I feel like I never really... F- I don't know. It's just touched upon so many issues mm-hmm. that I can relate to. Yeah. Um, but I can understand, and I do... Like, I can um, be critical of it being a little bit pretentious, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Maybe it was also kind of the okay mood I was that. in when I was watching it, because I just kind of, like, was stressed were, like, out. And rushing. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, I just need to get this done. Like, why isn't this over yet? <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, not because it's not a long movie, but... No. Um, it's not a very action-packed movie, so there's a lot of, like, a lot of dialogue. There is. There's a ton yeah. of dialogue. Which um, felt a little, like grating to me yeah at points it is a little daunting when there's only two characters for sure for the most part yeah um but i also see your point like there's a lot here that i think if i like gave it some more focus and some more mm -hmm. attention yeah there are things i definitely do not like about this film Mm -hmm. and like the characters are really problematic yeah but it's just parts of it that i like i just happen to attach myself to and yeah. identify with. And that's, um, that's what happens with things. That and I fucking and there's love nothing wrong with Riot that. Girl music. Yeah. It makes me feel so badass. Yeah. Like, walking down the I street mean, to should. Rebel Girl. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I just want to like, oh my god. I don't know, like, kick every dick. <laughs> put on combat boots. And then kick every dick. Uh, just like... Well, genitalia is not a marker of gender. Sorry. Sorry, You're I just right. had to say that. I had to say it. Sorry, kick dudes and... Cis dude dicks. Cis dude dicks. Or just, even if... Just dudes. Dudes that are assholes yeah. to me. Dudes that support the patriarchy. <laughs> You're getting a swift kick to the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> We're not actually going to do that. Disclaimer. No. Well, I'm not. I can't speak for Alicia. <laughs> no, I, I won't. I'm not really. I don't, I don't care enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, it's too much work. Plus, you want to see a, a dude get dramatic. Oh, my God. That's the reason why they call it man flu. <laughs> also, all you really need to do to watch a dude get dramatic is watch, like, a soccer game. Oh, yeah. Or any They'd be rolling around sport. out there. Oh, Rolling yes. Oh, the fits. players. Yeah, oh, the, the players. players. Yeah. Oh, yes. And the fans, but... Babbies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We got off track. I got off track. I it's all say. right. So, this movie um, I saw on Wolf. Mm-hmm. That's where I watched Wolf it. Wolf on Demand. Um, I Which, think it's also on Amazon, but I'm not sure. I'm going to be checking Wolf for everything now before I check Amazon. Yeah? Because <laughs> uh, Wolf is not Amazon, and... It's Vimeo, yeah. Yeah, and, like, as much as I definitely use Amazon it's also like fuck Jeff Bezos yeah like fuck that guy fucking taking over the world hate him yep we live in Amazon land yeah we do we can say it soon uh some New Yorkers and some is it Maryland or Delaware I'm not sure whatever some DCers ish area can say that too inundated congrats (laughs) On nothing. (laughs) (laughs) On being the next place. Please. All right. um, For Bezos. For Bezos. Um, Let us know what you think of this film. Um, 
yeah and what you what you think of it if you feel like there are some homoerotic moments or you're just like no this is not it's just friends gals being pals (laughs) let us know (laughs) send us an email galpalswatch at gmail.com or on instagram not an email to Instagram, obviously. You, DM, have to, you can DM you us to, or comment. Yeah, or comment because you can email. Silly. Anyway, it's Gal Pals Watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that is really the place to be is the Gal Pals Watch Instagram because, as I've said before, <laughs> Alicia is <laughs> extremely talented <laughs> with her captions. It really just makes me giggle so hard every single week. I feel like we should just, we're basically just podcasters so I can write those, those memes. No. Memes. <laughs> I think we're memes. I'm memes. <laughs> yes. I just love being a smart ass Well, I also love that you do that because it makes me laugh. I try. You can also find us on Twitter at GalPalsWatch. Yes. And on Tumblr at galpalswatchthepodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, yeah, we retweet us. Yeah, we to say that. <laughs> yeah, we do, but um, retweet us. Yeah. Um, we send about where... one tweet per week. <laughs> we do. It's really not that big of a deal. No. Um, and even just, like, tweet us with, like, your comments on the film itself. Yeah. Um, also, maybe tweet us some things that you would like to see more of uh, yeah. from us. Yeah. You um, can also... If you're an Instagram person or an email person, let us know on there what yeah. you want to see. Yeah, just let us know. Um, we're always looking to create stuff for you guys, yeah. and we want to make y'all for happy. all the beautiful queers, the beautiful, beautiful queers. movie queers, beautiful gays. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I had to do it right. <laughs>